Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller here, and I have a special guest. Amanda, would you say hi to the Fun Astrology audience? Hey, everyone. I'm Amanda Poole-Walsh. I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And she and I just completed an amazing interview, and we are going to run it here this week. Amanda's story is amazing. I can't wait for you to hear it. Amanda, thank you again so much. We're looking forward to the podcast. Oh my gosh, so much fun. I can't wait to meet your audience. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, that was cool that Amanda took just a second. I said, hey, wait a minute, let's just punch up and we'll do tomorrow's intro for the podcast. And that was really fun. Had an amazing interview with Amanda. I mean, you talk about this story that you're going to hear about how the URL and the company Astrology Hub came about will blow your mind. I mean, it is a purposed company with a vision and a plan. And I'm looking at the chart from yesterday afternoon. As we sat down to talk, the moon was at five degrees Aquarius, and Venus was just two degrees away from its conjunction in with Pluto in Capricorn. And Amanda is a Capricorn, and Amanda has built and is incredibly lunar passionate about Astrology Hub, which is an online-based business, Aquarius. Get this from the you-can't-make-this-stuff-up department. Taurus, with Uranus in retrograde in Taurus, was in the first house. What is this whole Astrology Hub thing about? An online business, Uranus, which rules Aquarius. Unique messaging, and Amanda talks about that in the interview. Grounding people spiritually, Taurus, and coming on a new venue to talk about astrology and talk about the story, First House. If you still want more, there's more. I'm looking over at the Seventh House, which is Scorpio with Mars in Scorpio. And Amanda said that many of her team members are Scorpio. She invited me, a Scorpio, to do a particular segment with her next year. This is an interesting definition of the seventh house because you think of seventh house as relationship. Well, that's right, but partnership. And when is partnership? Partnership is when you extend an offer or when you make some kind of an agreement to conjoin on something. Well, she said, we'd like to have you do X. And I just said, great, absolutely. Well, that's a piece of seventh house partnership just for that. So Mars in the seventh house will make it powerful. And if you're asking, well, where is the sun in this interview relationship? Well, it was in the eighth house in Sagittarius, five degrees away from Mercury, where Amanda brilliantly tells her story of a death and rebirth of her own life and soul, where she was literally plucked up and out of New York City and dropped into the jungle in Hawaii, where there was no internet in order to start an internet business. But she had to go through the journey of her soul in order to get there. Death, rebirth, the Plutonian influence of the eighth house. And her message is a Sagittarian, spiritual, out-to-the-world kind of rebirth message. Sagittarius, seeking the truth, going to the ends of the world to find your soul. Or, in this case, you could say, going to the ends of the world to help others find their soul. Is astrology not amazing? <laughs> is it just not incredible? As above, so below. As below, so above. And there it was. What a special moment. And I'm just uh, actually coming right off of it now and recording this and ah, just relishing a special moment. 
you know, this is a great reason to to have an app on your phone that you can call up astrological maps. So that would be something like Time Passages, Ephemeris if you're on an iPhone, Astro Gold. But one of these, Astro Matrix, Time Nomad, any of these will do it. But for you to be able to cast a chart at a particular time of day, you can learn horary astrology and ask the chart that kind of a question. Or you can look at what would be called an event chart. And that's what I was just going through there. When you have something that takes place at a particular time, you can look at the chart and see if that chart confirms that event. And this was set up three weeks ago, maybe, without looking at a chart, but look at what was there when we sat down to talk. And that's where you know that you have a chart that is really vibing with your activity or with your event or with your question is when you see things like the little elements that just so fit the picture, just the broad picture of what you're doing. And I wasn't putting any kind of transits or solar arcs or anything up with that. That's just what that moment in the sky indicated. You know, that's why what we're doing here and talking about the daily sky is relevant to all of us. And what's going on today is this anticipated Mars square with Jupiter that we've been talking about. Mars in Scorpio, Jupiter, of course, in Aquarius. And that's only until December 28th, by the way. That should be a date that is circled on your December calendar. December 28th, Jupiter moves into ingresses, slides under the door into Pisces. That's going to be an energetic game changer for 2023. But let's talk about this aspect today because there's actually kind of a funny tie to the interview that we just did as well. You want to know one side of Mars squaring Jupiter? Well, Jupiter is in Aquarius. Aquarius rules technology. It rules the Internet. Mars in Scorpio could have that scorpionic, eh, pow, death kind of, you know, or delay or kind of sting thing to it. And yesterday morning, Amanda emailed me and said that the that Hawaii, where she lives, had just had the biggest storm she's seen since she's been there for years and that it wiped the Internet out. And she was wondering if we were going to be able to do our little connection. Well, it did clear up, but there's Mars in Scorpio aspecting in a square, scratchy aspect with Jupiter in Aquarius. Just a little example, but that's the kind of thing that could be possible around that kind of an aspect. Now, how would you read that on the other side? If you were looking at the other side of the coin of Mars being scratchy with Jupiter, Jupiter is about expansion. Mars in Scorpio could be about self-examination. It could be about making sure you aren't too big for your britches right now. Take a little moment to just pause and say, am I overexpanded in any kind of way? Am I believing my own stuff? Am I leading anybody astray in any kind of way? Am I pure? Are my intentions aligned with source? Am I being guided? Just a little self-examination. And remember, this whole theme for this week that we set up on Monday was throttle back and just do some self-care. We've been through a lot energetically with the eclipse. What a perfect symbol to come in and look and just square up and make sure that we are in a good space, spiritually, emotionally, and even physically. And to that end, I'm going to ask you guys for a hall pass, but I'm going to call an audible here because I had mentioned that I would do this interview and release it on Sunday. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like the hall pass for the next two days off so that I could just really dig in and focus on being with my granddaughter, with my son, his wife, uh, 
second, the first granddaughter, this is the second granddaughter, and just enjoy that whole experience. So could I have the next two days to do that? And what I'm going to try to do is to get Amanda to you sooner than Sunday. With those days open, if I can get this segment edited and I will get it to you, then we will release it so that you can hear it sooner. How about that? Uh Uh-huh. All right. I think that's a fair trade. So here's the deal. Amanda, hopefully over the next two days, Stephanie on Saturday, back here with Fun Astrology with moi on Monday. You guys have a great time. I will leave you in the very capable hands of a Piscean moon starting tomorrow at 9.53 a.m. You'll be just fine. Have a good one. Bye-bye.